Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a stellar new episode of Sure It'll Be Grand podcast. Oh, where hey, it'll be stellar. We'll be all right. Don't worry okay, about it. We'll get on. through all the day. Right, all right. It, but this is I do not vouch for this man, folks. I vouch for myself, and that's all that matters at this moment in time. And this week, if you're tuning in, we're doing our very first listener request. A big sure deal for us. <laughs> it is a big deal, because... People responded to us. People, yeah, well, you know, that was nice. So we got the request in, came in from uh, Ricky. So shout out to Ricky. This one's for you. I truly, uh, like, I don't, I'm not sure if he wanted us to cover this movie because he loves it or because he he doesn't love it. Yeah, because we debated this for a while. Like, we're going to be honest either way, but we're just like... Really no, hope yeah. not to dunk on. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna come straight request. out. This this movie is a fucking train wreck. Yeah, it is. It is. It's garbage. Um, and it's yeah. it's New Mutants, which is actually uh, the, to give it its full title, the New Mutants. Yeah, I wasn't That's... aware. I thought I thought it was just New Mutants, but we're doing the new the New Mutants, and I it's it's terrible, and I hope that doesn't not align with. Ricky's thoughts, but sure, look. But look, if it does, Ricky, you're very free to go into the comments and call us two Egypts because that's what the show is about. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, I mean, I think we are the final authorities on this, but I mean, yeah, I mean, naturally, but you know, to argue with us. So we let's have to give a little yeah. leeway. Let's, let's tee it up a little then. So, the new mutants, in case anybody was living under a rock for a few years and didn't hadn't heard about it is a i mean it's a comic book movie based on the x-men in the world of the x-men fox franchise rest in peace to a, the x-men fox franchise there was a part of me that really hoped you would say it's a comic book movie based on comics it's um, a, one <laughs> of those comic book movies that's based on a novel Yes, <laughs> ah, yes, or you know, one of those comic book movies based on the stage play. Um. Yes, I think yeah that this was a this was a Broadway musical. I think that they turned into. Oh, uh, wouldn't you watch an X Men Broadway musical? If it I was, would. if it was anything like the Spider Man musical that Bono made like ten years ago or whenever that was, then yeah, probably yeah. I would. Wasn't Michael Jackson involved in that as well? I think he was supposed to do. Something with the music or something? I don't know. Didn't it get shut down because it was too dangerous? Yeah, I think someone got injured or something. Here, look. Here, we're talking about far more interesting things. Uh, New Mutants. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, The New Mutants, I'll speed through it. Directed by Josh Boone. Written by Josh Boone and Nate Lee. Based, of course, on The New Mutants. Comics by Chris Claremont and Bob McLeod over at Marvel. Starring Maisie Williams, Anya Taylor-Joy, Charlie Heaton, Alice Braga, Blue Hunt, and Henry Zaga. Produced, of course, by Marvel Entertainment for 20th Century Studios, no longer Fox. Yes, that which I mentioned when we were watching, I meant, huh, did they change the logo? Mm. <laughs> well, yes, yeah. because After 20th Century Fox doesn't exist anymore. 
Aw, okay. After the Disney takeover of the world, Fox no longer exists. Well, that branch of Fox no longer exists. Fox News, unfortunately, is still around. See, I would have thought they would have just kept it intact and just, like, had it as an umbrella sort of thing. But never mind. They don't want any of that. I have Disney on it in very large writing all over the... Everywhere. Yeah. And I I will say, sorry, I excuse me if my voice sounds a bit off. I'm uh, slightly under the weather at the moment. And I'm just me. Yeah. But all right, let's dive in. Let's figure out, let's see what the hell is going on here. Plot details of the new mutants. Well, look, we get a really unique Native American tale given to the very beginning of this movie. It's oh, we don't. Very unique. Shut up. Have you ever heard of this before? Shut, just shut up, all right? We don't. It's <laughs> fucking, it's awful. It's not even, they took, like, whoever, Josh Boone is one of those people who bought, like, a poster in a CD shop when he was 10. And it was one of those, like, oh, uh, there's two wolves inside of you. One is full of fucking fear and the other fella is sound. And... He just was like, oh, wouldn't that be great as a story for mutants? But what if they were bears instead of wolves? And what if I twisted it so it doesn't make sense anymore? And that was, that's, he was like, oh, cool, I'll use that for new mutants. Yeah, pretty much. Basically. And that, that, that's, <laughs> that's the opening scenes of the movie, is somebody explaining to us uh, a shitty poster from... <laughs> 20 years ago. <laughs> to be fair, a shitty poster um, that has come up in so many movies and TV shows as this deep philosophical thing. And it is, in a way, you know, um, a sincere thing. But, like, it's been used so much now, it's just a cliche. Uh, yeah, it might have been the very first... Whoever used it first was probably like, oh, yeah, this is cool. We're onto something here. And now everybody's yeah. like, yeah, there's, there's animals inside your brain and they eat things. Yes, that's that. That's the summation of this. That's, yes, that's the, that's the gist of it, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, so we followed, I believe, um, the character called um, Danny, um, Danny Moonstar. Yes, which is a fantastic name. Really, I love it. Mm. Um, and we see her. Um, she's on. Um, I think it's a reservation. Yeah, um, I'm not a, 100% it's a sure. Cheyenne Reservation. There we go. And something's attacking. It's going haywire. Her dad drags her out of the house and they hide in the forest. And her dad like hides away in the snook of a tree. And let's just say it doesn't go well for old daddykins. And she gets uh, dragged away to what looks like an asylum. Yeah, big time. It's, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's an asylum. <laughs> she wakes up like strapped to a gurney and doesn't know where she is and a doctor comes in and is like listen you're in an asylum and she takes it she takes it fairly well to be honest yeah yeah pretty she's fair. just like yeah. oh cool yeah your one's like oh yeah everybody you ever knew died in that tornado and your dad is dead and you're in an institute now because we think you're a mutant but here's the thing um owen um at what time period would you put it in watching it so far uh like 1980 1980, yeah, yeah. Maybe late 70s, 1980s. Yeah, yeah. What time period is it actually in? Apparently, according to Josh Boone, it is actually set in 2023. 
Yeah. This is the moment when I realized that, hmm, I think there was trouble behind the scenes <laughs> on what they wanted to make here. Oh, they didn't have a f- clue what they were doing. I mean, a yeah. lot of it. I mean, maybe they did. I think the director had an idea and he was going making something. And then X-Men Apocalypse came out. And that's the biggest load of shite ever. Oh, so God, it's awful. They were like, oh, okay, so everybody hates Apocalypse. Let's, like, uh, let's maybe move away from that. Because I think Professor X and Storm, was it, maybe? Were I like, think they were involved in this at one second. Yeah, I d- I'm not sure if they were actually supposed to be in it, but they were definitely supposed to be, yeah. like, mentioned or something. It was probably, maybe it was going to be, like, at the end, they'd be like, oh, they'd show up and be like, here, we're here to save you. Come to a real yeah. school to learn to be real mutants. Or the thing whatever. is, we do get references in this where they, you know, talk about how um, the mutants were heroes and, you know, they'll eventually become heroes. Because that's what we know really, really well about the X-Men franchise, that most people consider them heroes, right? Well, yeah, that's that's the overarching <laughs> theme of all of the X-Men movies, is that yeah, everybody... They're really beloved. Yeah, everybody loves mutants and thinks they're sound. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's all okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like, you know, like when someone becomes a mutant in the family, it's a celebration. You know, that's usually how it goes. That's, yeah. They don't get dragged off to a weird asylum and, like, tested for their powers. No, they're all they're all completely fine. And none of them have any issues, like, self-issues with the fact yeah. that they are mutants. They're all just like, yeah, whatever, bro, I'm a mutant. Yeah. I'm like cool. It's, it's I really get good transfer, like. Automatically know. means I'm a superhero now. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, um, <laughs> even if you could just turn into a dog or something, imagine that. Whew. Well, yeah, that's the, so that's the next part. <laughs> she so Danny then attends her first like group therapy session, I suppose it is, with the rest of the like prisoners of the asylum. That's the thing. Have you ever seen a like, group therapy session in any movie where they just didn't dig into each other immediately? Like, it's just a shit show every single time? No, I mean, it's an easy way to just instantly tension. develop yeah. tension <laughs> and, like, tell you a little bit about some of the characters. Because yeah. they just start <laughs> just like, oh, that was lovely. Okay, lads, yeah. everyone go back. Talk to you there. You usually <laughs> join the group therapy session and, like, all the rest of them have been in therapy for so long that they're just fine now. They're just yeah. They've been there for years working on themselves, and they're all like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm okay." You know, even when it starts getting like a little bit heated, no, no, look, we know it's that just our emotions coming out. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Look, we appreciate you. You're welcome to you to the circle. You know. Yeah, and everybody's <laughs> welcoming, and they're all fine, and Mister Sinister you, is not involved at all, and it's okay. Yeah, you might not notice, but this is very heavy sarcasm. Um, it doesn't it's go really well. Um. <laughs> right okay so she meets she meets the rest of the crew here the rest of the new mutants who yeah. are Rain Sinclair yeah. Ileana Rasputin yeah Sam Guthrie and Roberto da Costa yeah uh, Roberto da Costa is a character you can almost instantly forget really for the rest of the movie he doesn't really matter yeah, he's really kind of just shafted by everybody else I think yeah, this movie does much. one of those things where it like it tries to introduce a whole bunch of people at once and give them all like enough backstory and like development that there's they're not they're like like Danny's the sort of the main character she's she's the protagonist at least 
Yeah, she is. No, she is. But like, Very much. It's following her story, like. Yeah, but it tries to give the rest of them, like, oh, here's a flashback to what happened to this guy, and here's this person's backstory, yeah. and here's their uh, powers and whatever, and it's and like... And, you know, that extends to about two and a half characters, yeah, except and the rest are like, oh, and they do something. R- Roberto is just, like, there for a while. He, I think he's meant to be, like, the rich jock type, and so... Obviously, this movie has to like dunk on him a little bit. Yeah, know? I mean, it's it's it it said Sam uh, Charlie Heaton's character says at one point that his family are like the richest family in Brazil or something. No, yeah, that's this it. kid. He doesn't sound Brazilian at all. No, by the way, he's just fucking American. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> I don't very think much he even speaks Portuguese once in the whole movie. I don't yeah. think that ever happens. But these no. to give them their comic names. Would be Wolf Spain, Magic, Cannonball, and Sunspot, huh. respectively. And okay. Danny Moonstar's comic X Man name is Mirage. All right. I mean, okay, those are names. Those are all names, right? Yeah. Now, I think this the movie sort of expects you to know who these people are. I I mean the here okay so again we kind of said this before like we're not massive massive into the comic lore of superheroes and that kind of stuff it's it's just not our wheelhouse we we both have read comics and you know enjoyed quite a few of them but we're not like mad into we don't keep up issue to issue but I wonder like if people who have read about these characters are, are like are them is the movie like a good representation of them is like a very fine oh yeah that's definitely. Yeah, I you know. I Rain don't know. <laughs> I have no idea, to be honest. I like. Yeah. yeah, it's just weird. Like, there's they don't ever like they're not none of them are ever called by their like hero names in the movie, except for one incredible moment where I uh, I don't know a bunch of random uh the silence from Doctor Who shows up to attack everybody and Anya Taylor-Joy's Ilyana says I'm gonna go kill them and somebody says you can't fight them they're magic and she literally stops turns and looks down the camera and says so am I and I didn't realise when I I first saw this when it came out in the cinema and I I thought that was the funniest line I'd ever heard (laughs) because it made no sense to me I didn't realise till watching it a second time that Magic is her character's comic book name. So is that, it now funnier? Well, it's, it's, before, it's, I feel like it would be funnier. It's stupider somehow. Yeah, <laughs> but like I get that now that that was supposed to be like a oh, haha, I get it because she's called Magic. But like references, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Nobody calls yeah. her that in the in the in the movie. Like it's not like they're the X Men and they they're like. They've picked code names or something for themselves. She's just like, yeah, so am I. It's like implied that she calls herself magic in her head or something like Yeah. It's so um, weird. Okay, so, you know, we have the young teenage, well, teenage to early 20s, I guess. I'm not sure the age they're aiming for here. But there is another important character, which is Dr. Ray's, played by Alice Braga. Yes, yeah, she's the villain kind of like sympath a little bit sympathetic as well because she has powers herself she is a mutant who can yeah create force fields yeah i guess she's she's created one around the entire like facility so that nobody can leave 
which is, I mean, first red flag. I'm not sure. It's kind of, it's half implied towards the beginning that all of these kids think that, like, they're being told that if they complete their therapy and stuff here, then they get sent on to another facility where they'll be trained or whatever. And so it's implied that, like, if they do okay here and sort themselves out, then they get to go to the X mansion and like yeah, save your. Well, at least that's that's kind of promised to them in a sort of way. You know, it, it's never explicitly said, yeah. but it's implied to them that that's where they're gonna go if they're because that's where heroes go. And yeah, blah, that blah, kind blah, of blah, shit. Like, yeah. um, I f- I don't know. I I, s- I rambled a bit there and I've forgotten what my point was. But Ray, <laughs> um, to be honest, so did the movie. So <laughs> you're a okay. <laughs> yes, Doctor Reyes is like they're. Sh- she's the only one in there with them. Like. Yeah, there's no security people. There's, there's no staff. Oh. There's like, what, six kids? Five kids yeah, with mutant powers and one doctor who also has mutant powers. Maybe they thought just like, oh, do they just bring in like non-mutants, they'd just be fucking killed in a second. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, surely they, the other? <laughs> d- they need somebody else there. Like, even just a groundskeeper or something. <laughs> like yeah. Because the moment she... The thing is, like, the whole movie starts, um, you know, they start getting into action when she falls asleep. Yeah, <laughs> she, well, yeah. she goes to sleep and then all the kids are like, yeah, let's do, let's do we're going to have our breakfast club moment now and we're going to, yeah. like, sneak around the... I was about to call it a mansion. It's not... It's a massive facility and we see one building. Yeah. Two, sorry. We do see the church. We do see I the church. I apologize. Yeah. We see the church, and we see like the the building they live in and sleep in and eat in and watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer in for some reason. Yeah, I mean you know lesbian awakenings that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's so. <laughs> it actually makes it worse now that the movie is not set in like nineteen eighty nine or whatever when Buffy was on TV. It yeah. so it's not even sorry. So there's a scene where. Uh, uh, Rain Sinclair is Maisie Williams' werewolf character. She who's very much in love with uh, Danny Moonstar. Yeah, I mean they're they're doing the do, you know. They're kind of well, they're, they're into each other. Yeah, yeah, very much. Into and each Rain other, yeah. is she's sitting on the floor in the I don't know. I guess it's like the rec room or something, watching an episode of Buffy where Buffy and what's her name, Dan? Because I don't know. Can't don't watch Buffy. Oh God, uh, you're one. God's. You're one from the American Pie movies. Are watching yeah. are like shifting. Willow, Willow. They're like yes. shifting, and that's it. She's just watching that scene, and we thought oh, it's not Buffy shifting with uh, Willow. It? It's um, Willow's girlfriend, I think. Willow wasn't going out with Buffy. No. Oh, that's okay. Well, Buffy. Shit, I mean, I maybe there was a season or something. I don't know about, but, but no. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Doesn't really matter. It's Buffy. Anyway, oh, <laughs> we're yeah. gonna do a Buffy review. <laughs> Suck on that one. We're never. We're not doing a Buffy review. We're not watching <laughs> that crap. Uh, but there, it's that scene. It's like you know, we thought at the time, oh, maybe that was a big deal because that's maybe the first like instance of lesbian love, like overtly on in like a big TV show or something. Yeah. But then you figure that the movie's set in like twenty twenty three. So was she just? Did they just have a random? It's not a modern like, TV, right? It's a really old TV. It's like a TV old that probably wouldn't work in 2024. And, and it's, I'm almost certain it's a VHS player that she's watching on. It must be, like, yeah, So yeah. did she just have a random VHS episode of <laughs> Buffy? Did she tape this herself? 
Like, is there just no. like a re, um, you know, a review of like, um, like on Gold TV on Sky, where it's, oh, I'm gonna show Buffy now for the next five years on repeat. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. Was she? Is it like Dave? The channel Dave on Sky. Yeah, <laughs> they got the rights exactly. to Buffy, so they just show like six episodes of uh, the Buffy a day, Buffy, day. and then six episodes of Top Gear back to back, and that's it. That's oh all God. they show. Now. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for the ladies, and this one's for the dudes. Ah, the two genders, the two <laughs> genders, <laughs> Top Gear and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's a lot of, like that going again it's this weird thing they, they didn't know which time they were refilming us in and we were like i think we were both convinced until a long way into the movie that this was like the 80s until yeah. we saw someone on the smartphone what that's what what made me look it up in the end was when like roberto has a smartphone in it he's just like he's looking at pictures of his girlfriend on a yeah. phone and i like i actually went back and was like is he is that actually a smartphone or does he just have like a a really fancy digital camera f- maybe he could have gotten in 1990 or something i don't know yeah but it's 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 a smartphone that he's so this he's a kid he's a 17 year old kid with mutant abilities in an insane asylum and they're letting him have his phone yes um which i assume is probably i don't know maybe the that force field keeps radio transmissions out as well which maybe that explains why they're watching really old television you know yeah, I don't know. They don't explain that either. All the, it's all all their like security systems are like old and they've got old ass cameras watching everything. And she sits in yeah. a room with all, like a hundred televisions, <laughs> watching yeah. them all and stuff. And yeah, I don't know. It's 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 you can tell that they changed when it was set. Like halfway through the movie, they were like, "Oh shit, yeah. well, absolutely, uh, it's not set in the eighties anymore." Yeah, but I mean, um, so anyway, we see a bit of a relationship growing between. Um, Raina and um, Danny. You know, I think that's kind of probably one of the core story plots are going on, if there is a story plot. It's the main... The two main relationships in this movie are Rain and Danny being in love and Ileana being racist towards Danny. Yes, there's a lot of weird racism. Yeah. There's a lot of... Um, I suppose... <laughs> yeah, go on. It's just... It's so weird that yeah. she's introduced that way. Like, I get... Oh, okay, yeah, okay, she's a bit of a bitch. Like, wow, okay, yeah. who cares? She's, like, crazy. But did they really have to make her a racist for some reason? Yeah, the whole Pocahontas thing and all kinds of stuff. It's like, ooh, okay. Yeah, um, she, she just spends the first, like, 45 minutes of the movie making fun of Danny for being a Native American. And it's it's kind of like, I mean, was that needed? Yeah, I mean, I guess she's meant to be the bitch character. And again, if this was set in the 80s, I'd almost accept it more because i'm like oh yeah you know yeah, a little bit more racist back then yeah. blah, blah, blah. but it's not it's like if if you heard anyone nowadays like or in the next four years start saying pocahontas to a native american person you go what the fuck yeah, is wrong with you? you nobody's getting away with that like <laughs> yeah it's so weird and it, it, she's yeah. russian as well so i don't know where where like ah uh, you know the russians are historically well known being racist yeah. towards native americans russians famously hate the Cheyenne tribe. <laughs> like, <laughs> There's one thing worse than American. It's a native American. Yeah, yeah, that's... <laughs> they double down on it. <laughs> oh, but yeah, um, so, you know, the whole plot eventually is about them trying to break out. Um, 
and yes. you know the Doctor Race uh, takes Danny, and like eventually Doctor Race kind of goes, you know, sometimes a kindness is putting down an animal so it doesn't suffer, and because that's what she sees. Um, yeah, Danny well, as. well, here's the thing: the plot, it's not they're not actually none. They just kind of they escape by the end, purely by chance. Yeah, they're not trying to escape. Like they're not. They're not. It's not like they're planning a a, a breakout or anything. Yeah, it's just that da- chased, Danny's yeah. powers are going mental, yeah, and it inadvertently leads to a giant demon bear killing the yeah. doctor and freeing everybody from the force field, and then they're just like, "Oh, cool, let's just leave now." <laughs> just walk off. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, I mean, there's a whole bunch of like um, visions, like the Smiling Man, which is apparently voiced by Marilyn Manson. Um, Owen I don't, and I yeah. were talking about this before. Uh, we don't really remember when I those smiling men spoke. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember him speaking or saying anything. I thought he just yeah. made a weird noise, like a, a dinosaur from Jurassic Park. Yeah, maybe that's Marlon Manson, you know? Or the grudge. Maybe Marlon Manson did that. Marlon Manson just making dinosaur noise. Yeah, I'm sure he probably has before in, in his spare time. He seems like a guy who pretends to be a dinosaur. Yeah, actually, you could imagine him in one of those inflatable uh, T-Rex costumes, just w- walking around <laughs> making dinosaur noises. I can, actually, 100% I can, you know? It's exactly the image I had in my head. <laughs> yeah, oh. well, there's Marilyn Manson in his inflatable T-Rex costume again. <laughs> Famous Old <for> Mary. <laughs> um, yeah, um, so... It looked it, it the movie's very straightforward. It's all about accepting uh our inner demons and controlling them and mm-hmm. feeding the good in us. Yeah. It's the same blah 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 motives and themes that happen in these X Men movies quite a lot. You know, we how many times have we watched an X Men movie where there was someone who didn't like their powers, but by the end of the movie they use that powers to save the day and accept themselves. You know, that's and it's a, it's it's a nice tale, but again, like this movie, the new mutants, there was Ironically, not much new about it. <laughs> no, there wasn't really. I think maybe no. the different, the only difference is that Danny, uh, it's, she doesn't, she doesn't hate her mutant abilities because she doesn't know what they are. Like nobody yeah. knows what her power is until yeah. like the end of the movie. For some reason, I think it's Ilyana is just decides Danny's. She's causing all of this to happen. I don't know what she's basing that accusation on. But she's yeah. she just decides she's right to be fair to her. But she just says, "Oh, Danny's doing all this. She's she's crazy." So Doctor Reyes is like, "Well, just gonna have to murder this kid again." Oh well, here's a bit of here's a bit of a ramble, right? So um, Danny's whole um power thing manifests after a giant bear, right? And this is probably due to her dad telling her a story of the two bears inside you and the conflict and all that, and. I've always assumed that um, on the plant reservation, not the plantation, Jesus, on the reservation, <laughs> the giant attack was by her psychic bear thing, right? Mm-hmm. I yep. assumed that's, that's, that was the case. So did her father instill this dangerous concept into her? <laughs> like her father telling the story about the bears caused all this trouble? Yeah, essentially. Oh, cool. Yeah, right. she, she like... The, Cause she, she says, she explains it as like, oh, when I was a kid, I was afraid of everything and I, I couldn't go to sleep because I was afraid of the dark and all this crap. Yeah. So her dad told her this fucking parable or whatever of like, yeah. oh, but he twisted it somehow. <laughs> he just told her there's a giant bear inside you 
and it eats yeah. all your fears and gets really big. And if you're afraid of things, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And so now his the kid was just fucking terrified of this bear. Yeah. <laughs> this and then he, he does, does that. Oh, but don't ever forget the small bear inside you too. Ooh. Yeah, it's like, they, all right. they tried. They try to have a moment at the end with her yeah. and her dad, and it's just just falls flat in its arse. Like it was a very much of a, a man of steel moment where, <laughs> um, where Superman don't. meets his dad don't. on like a mountaintop talking away. <laughs> he was like, okay, don't, don't start. Okay, on man of steel. All right, all right. I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> am I wrong? Man of Steel is better than this crap, okay? I mean, it is, yes, absolutely. Sorry, Ray. Um, (laughs) In case you did like this movie, sorry. (laughs) Okay, so one thing that we we talked about this when we were watching it is, right, so we go through their powers. Danny can bring people's fears into existence. They, like, physically become real. Yeah, yes. Magic, that's Ilyana, can... Teleport. She's Colossus' sister, by the way. She is supposed to be Colossus's sister. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure if it's if she's actually supposed to be in this movie, but in the comics, the character yeah. is Colossus's little sister. Yeah, because she, we see her arm turn to steel as well and all kind of stuff. Yeah, she she like she can teleport. She can travel to another dimension. She can summon a soul sword. She can like put armor on herself, and she can. And she's a pet dragon. She has a little puppet that turns into a real dragon somehow in, in the movie. Now, none of this yeah. is explained, but apparently in the comics, she's actually like a mutant slash sorcerer. So she is yeah. she actually uses magic to do all this stuff. Because we were joking about that. I was like, how does mutation work like this? I, like, it, made, <laughs> it made no sense if she was just a mutant, but apparently she's yeah. not. The movie just never tells you that because, again, they're just like, you know who she is. <laughs> Come on. And 99% of people are going, no, I, don't. I just thought it was an X-Men yeah. movie. What's going on? Yeah. And then you have, like, Sam Guthrie Cannonball. He can, like, turn into a cannonball. Yeah. Right? And then yeah. Roberto, Sunspot, can, like, he's the human torch, basically. Apparently yeah, yeah. in the comics, he's a lot, he can actually manipulate solar energy. But in this, he's the human torch. He, he lights himself on fire. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of it. Right? Or like that Tiki monster at the end of uh, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad? Oh, your man, the the Flame Skull guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of similar. You said (laughs) said Tiki monster and my brain went to Moana for some reason. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I love that movie. Like the giant giant Tiki monster at the end of Moana. (laughs) Exactly (laughs) like that. And then you have, right, and then you have Rain, a.k.a. Wolfsbane, who can turn into a dog? Yeah, uh, this is this one we had fun with because, um, like, imagine tomorrow we all start getting powers, like your friends starting getting powers, and like, you know, one of your friends can fly, one of them can read minds or shoot like psychic bullets, and then you can turn into a dog. Yeah, like, wouldn't you? Now, look, if it was, if we were still, if nobody else could do anything, and I could turn into a dog, be awesome. be, that'd be pretty awesome. But if yeah. you're standing next to like Professor Xavier or some yeah. shit, like <laughs> an interview or something, like okay, so what powers do you uh, have? Well, I'm not getting this job. I can <laughs> I can turn into a dog. Oh, oh, cool! How like would, a psychic how, dog? No. no. And uh, can your does your dog does the dog version of you have more powers? No, it's just a dog. 
Yeah. How do you... It could be a wolf, I guess. How do you, as a dog, expect to fight Apocalypse? <laughs> well, uh, yeah. don't really. I don't know. <laughs> Just like, yeah. is there something... Now, I looked up some of this to see is just some of, like, the stupidest powers that mutants have had (laughs) in the X-Men series. (laughs) Some of them are so weird. There's a guy called... Now, this is, like, Wolfsbane, but way worse. There's a guy called Beak who um, just, like, is a a non-flying bird, basically. Oh. He just look. He looks like a a vulture, and he's he's got like a, a beak and like feathers and like clawed hands and stuff. But he's no wings. He can't fly. That's disappointing. <laughs> How much would that suck? Like, <laughs> that's just yeah. terrible. Uh, there's a guy called Wraith who can turn his skin invisible. Just his skin. Just his skin. So just his, his organs skin. are still. Yeah, his organs invisible. and his skeleton and his hair. Everything else is still there. He just turned his, his, his good his way skin to like well. maybe give people heart attacks, you know. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just a really odd one. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me see. Oh, this one is just weird. There's a guy called El Guapo, uh, who is like psychically bonded to a sentient skateboard. And like, if he, if you he say skateboard, are you, you know, being a little bit? No, it's just, it's an actual skateboard. Oh, it's a okay. literal skateboard, and the skateboard is like, apparently hates him and keeps like beating him up. But if they're ever like uh, separated for too long, this El Guapo kid will die. And then, and then eventually, apparently, he lost his legs in an explosion, and they became friends. So now he uses the skateboard in place of his legs. Hey, why didn't we get that movie? <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? Do you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. there's so many, but definitely there's, there's worse one. Now, Marvel actually made a comic run called The Worst X-Man Ever about this guy. And his, oh, his name is... This is the blob thing. No, his name is blob. Bailey Hoskins, uh, sometimes called Exceptional, right? Oh, no, and I hate already. His mutant ability is Come on. that he can blow himself up. Once. And reform? No. Nope. Oh, once. Once. Oh. He can do it once. Here's a question. How do they know? I, I just about asked the same question. I don't know. How do you figure that out? Like, did a time-traveling mute? Like, did... Who's the guy from the future that keeps coming back? He was in the Deadpool movie. Uh, Forge? No, Forge mm. is his old... The other guy. Ah, whatever. Who cares? Cable. Cable, yeah. Cable is it just cable came back? Uh yeah, don't don't do that. Uh you'll be dead. Okay. Yeah, All right. It's, it's, See you later. Lads. I don't know how they did figure it out, but apparently he's in like a load of comics. He was in like he was in the New Mutants, he was in X Force, he's in Beta Flight, he's in the X Men, he's in X Factor. So what's his fucking point? He's just Nothing. a normal fucking guy. Yeah, most that's the, the time. Thing. He's just a normal dude who runs around with the X Men and like I guess every once in a while, the comics will be like, now it's time for Bailey Hoskins' heroic moment. And he'll like... And then someone stops him. Blow himself up to save the team. Oh, God. I don't even know if it's like a big detonation. If it's like a like a nuclear blast. Or if it, he just goes pop and there's just... <laughs> just organs and yeah, all, all like, over. I honestly oh, don't Jesus. know. Okay. But he has, he has officially been given by Marvel the title of worst X-Man ever. By Marvel. Yeah, they made a wow. they made a whole run in the com uh, of comics called Worst X Man Ever, Bailey Hoskins. Oh wow! Okay, so there yeah, you go. It's not a great 
um, ability. You know? No, not a great ability. Not not a, not mm. at all. But that's enough of that random nonsense. Let's. We are moving straight into our Jesus moment now. Oh God! If I can press the right button. Okay, we did it. Jesus moment. Oh. I um, think I've already said mine, so you can go first. Oh God, why did you do this to me? Well, I mean, you know, bar, like the, the big Jason moment is more like an ever dripping moment of um, what time is this movie set in? It's like, ah, uh, uh, Jesus, what's actually going on? Um, as for um, a real ah, uh, Jesus moment, oh. To be honest, I don't think there's much of an Aunt Jesus moment in this movie for me. Um, there, oh, I thought I know the priest you, scene was a little bit um, severe. I know what your Jesus um, moment was. I remember it clearly. Oh, it's, okay. It's when Maisie Williams flies out of the fucking duct and lands on the doctor's head. Oh, that's right. Surely, because yeah, yeah, no, I remember you go, your folks. reaction to that just being a fit of laughter going, what the fuck was that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> see, do you know why? Because it was basically, oh, Jesus, we don't have Wolverine anymore. Yeah, you know yeah, all the yeah. two would yeah. dress Maisie Williams up as Wolverine, basically. <laughs> Off you go, lass. We'll put some fake nails and some fluffy ears on yeah. Maisie Williams. <laughs> and just her face like, like a gremlin yeah. creature. She doesn't sound vicious oh, at yeah, all. Yeah, that's my Aunt Jason moment. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, yeah, there was, there was that. Yeah, I knew yeah, it. Because um, I, I was expecting it to be that, because I remember, I remember how you reacted when we were watching it. <laughs> yeah, it was just so fucking funny. Um, um, yeah, that's, I guess that's my Aunt Jason moment. Yeah. Again, there's not much in this movie because a lot of times it's just them sitting around dour, you know? Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I will say, to yeah. give the movie a s- small bit of praise, I don't think any the acting is bad for the most part. No, it's all right. Um, it's Maisie William at her top end acting abilities, which is which, all right. Yeah, her, ac- her accent <laughs> is just odd and sounds really weird. Like, it's yeah. clearly I was just saying, acting in general is just barely... Yeah, I like, don't know. I think it was oh, the accent yeah. for me. It's just so... V- Blatantly, obviously, she's doing a, a an odd fake Scottish <laughs> accent, and it just sounds weird. And hey, Maisie, you're British. You can do a Scottish accent, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Of sure, course I can. I can do anything. <laughs> I was in Game of Thrones, you idiot. I can do what I want. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. My Jesus moment. I mentioned it already, so I won't go over it again. It's definitely the you can't fight them. They're magic. So am I. Moment because it's, yeah, it's so hideous, it's stupid that it's. I just couldn't get over. It. I actually bust myself laughing when I saw that the first time in the cinema so oh god definitely that one okay yeah. Jesus moments completed let's give this Whoa. thing our final thoughts yes Mr. Frodo it's over now final thoughts on the new mutants so this is kind of the final X-Men universe movie. Thank God. And it's like, you know when you have a balloon and you deflate the air? There's a little bit of air left and it's all wrinkly and you squeeze and just a fart noise at the end? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind yeah, of what it that's is. that's this movie. It's, it's just, it's not a last hurrah. It's more like a whiny... Like, it's just, ugh. it's, I mean, look, I don't want to hate on because there's probably someone who really liked the change in direction, but... I don't think there was enough... Like, sure, there was a change of direction what normal X-Men movies are, but they I'll, didn't do much with it. I'll say this. <laughs> it's not the worst X-Men movie. No, it's not. Jesus Christ, no. Not, not by a long shot. 
no, to be no, honest. No. It's 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 a lot better than a lot of um, X Men movies actually. It's better. Uh, I was we're we gonna rank the X Men. No, that's fun. We'll do an episode on that. Actually, I'd love to do an episode on ranking, ranking the X Men movies. movies. Yeah, maybe yeah, we will. Maybe we'll t- we'll save that for later. But I will say the the New Mutants is not the worst. No, no, no. It's I mean, you know, definitely not the best. But it's not the in worst. a universe where um, Wolverine exists, like the movie. You know, <laughs> also not the worst. But we're, we're straying too far from the path. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. this movie is this movie's crap. Uh, yeah, it's a bit of a mess. It was clear from the get-go when Disney bought Fox and then we're immediately like, Jesus, we can't really release this thing. No, no, no. And it got delayed like for three years or something. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like, it, oh, fuck. <laughs> so, again, it's one of those movies that I think could have done well as a TV show. If you actually had room to like build the yeah, characters think, up and yeah. the personalities. Like it even was like a six episodes thing because it has a little bit of, oh, what's that crazy and DC TV show you mentioned when we were watching this. Doom Patrol? Doom Patrol has a little bit of flavor of that. It's, it's not anyway as good as Doom Patrol or like even as wacky, but there's a little similar DNA going on there. Like, Yeah, it's... I Yeah, I think we said this at the start. It feels like a pilot for a TV show as well most of the time. Like, yeah, everything that's it going on like in it, too. it's kind of like, oh, this is a, this is, this is a CW pilot for something. Like yeah, this is gonna they're gonna yeah. make show us this 40 minute thing and then the, the network will be like all right yeah cool make make some more i want to know yeah, yeah i want to know why that robbery guy blows up or i don't know something <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah i want to figure out why iliana can do all the things she can do so absolutely and you yeah. have a rotating cast coming in and i think they i think the basis works there for something you know but i it just as a movie it falls flat on its arse like i don't really care for any of the characters that much none are really like sticking out to me you know no they're not uh, yeah that's what i mean the actors are fine they're all doing a semi decent job i think it's really interesting that the sequel to the queen's gambit went this way (laughs) i think it's crazy that at some point what's her face from the queen's gambit like joined the russians and became a russian superhuman that's weird but you know what i wonder i know we kind of get the doctor but but what if we had a more senior actor like a really good quality senior actor to kind of pull the movie together a bit like it like an ian mckellen sort of character actor you know i think maybe there would have been something more to it but as it was the performance was just kind of like it was kind of like improv inside an asylum you know, that's kind of what I fed to me for a lot of the time. Yeah, I don't know. I think it gets it gets some points for effort for me. Yeah. Uh, especially initially, they tried to do things a little bit differently, but then it kind of all falls apart when they go for the usual, like, superhero punch the big monster ending type thing. But whatever. It's a pile of shit, and I had fun talking shit about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it was a good time. Um, thanks, Ricky, for a recommendation. Um sorry if we didn't kind of go along your expectations um or hey yeah we went along with your expectations either or yeah um, in, in insert appropriate yeah response here yeah exactly um but no look honestly uh folks if you recommend a movie to us we'll more than likely um do it and we'll enjoy it and we like the interaction with you and yeah that's it pretty much for me what's our next episode daniel oh you'll like this 
It's the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live action movie. Oh, the like the nineteen ninety in nineteen eighty something nineteen ninety two I believe it is. I'm oh, not hundred sure on that, but yes, we're doing that. Go ninja, go ninja, go, go. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, it right, should be, cool. it's a great movie. Um, obviously, we both like it, but I'd like to see what we think of it of adult eyes, you know? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I watched it a few years ago. But anyway, yeah. and we will be back this Friday for episode three of our WandaVision series. So this is a... Ooh, it's been a good time. I've been enjoying WandaVision. This is a full uh, Marvel-y themed week, I guess, that we've ended up doing with. Yeah. Sorry. I have it in reverse. By the time this comes out, episode <laughs> three, the second episode of our WandaVision series will be released. Yes. <laughs> because so enjoy it <laughs> retrospectively. Please listen in the past to our episode of WandaVision. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we've been enjoying doing that. The first uh, two episodes have been great fun. And it's our first uh, ongoing series um, for like the same sort of franchise. So that's good. Yeah. And that is it from us for another episode of Shrittlebee Grand. As always, as please get in touch uh, via Facebook or Twitter with requests, yeah. comments, notes, praise, anything. Yeah, folks, uh, like and share as much as you feel this podcast is worthy. Um, it helps us a huge amount. Even like we today, someone retweeted us and suddenly we got an influx of listeners, which is fantastic. So anything really helps us. Yeah. Anyway, that's us. Um, <laughs> have a good one, folks, and we'll see you next time. Astrolope.